All right, everyone. We this is the Philadelphians podcast. This is Doug, Tommy, and Keith. We are t- today. We are reviewing your favorite vampire film, the one with hot people in it, the one where people become vampires. Twilight. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, Lost Boys. Um, definitely, this Woo. is a movie that's been on our list that we wanted to review. Um, this is something that. Uh, I, as I was uncovering a lot of things, uh, it's uh, deep-rooted into vampire films that even come in after this. Uh, vampire films and television, so we'll get to that when we get to it. But, uh, yeah. I would Kiefer say, Sutherland if, is if so t- fucking badass in this. If you put this on uh, vampire films overall, like, where does it rank? Number one? Yeah, number one. Number one, dude. Yeah. But I, see, I like, you know, like, I didn't really dig the Blade ones. Um... I'm not a big fan of um, the uh, what do you like? Um, what was the one for? Uh, do you think this was Underworld? A... What are they called? Like the uh, lichens and no, like uh, that. The whole it's vamp- called Underworld. The whole <laughs> vampire organization is it called a Covenant or something? Yeah, like, Covenant. Like yeah. I, I just don't think that style where it's like I'm in the black. The I'm in the black velvet look at, robes. Look yeah. at me, I'm drinking blood. Yeah, out of this chalice, oh, and they all. So good. And I mean, like, not to knock anybody that. You know, was in that movie because I think a lot of them are good actors, and I have nothing against like Kate Beckinsale and that whole. I just oh, do you don't, don't have a problem with Kate Beckinsale? I, I don't know anyone it. who really does. I like this. Like I like the more yeah. like this is more in my opinion. Like if you were gonna get into a, like a realistic kind of scenario with it, it's like this is how I would go with I, it. You know, I love the secrecy of it. Like so, like right, you, you they they start off and they're pretty much like all around like they're like they seem like they're jackass kids, and then like you see it slowly unraveled that there is something deeply going on in this town. Like yeah. there is something behind the scenes. And that, like when I watch it each and every time yeah. I'm like, Holy shit, dude. Like I, I pick up on things that I didn't see before. Well, it kind of has you that, can... uh, that feel. I'm sorry. Doug. It kind of yeah. has that feel to like, um, Amer- uh, what was it? American werewolf in London. That's mm-hmm. like all the people yeah. of the village know like, Hey, there's something out yeah. there, but like, it's like to the people that live there. Yeah. This is all maybe just normal life, but it's like to people like them, like they're moving from uh Phoenix, I think is where they get no, Santa Clara, Santa Clara. No, that's oh, where they're oh, at. Yeah, yeah, they're coming from Phoenix. From Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dude. Did you see the part where they lift the fucking security guard up? Like, do you think yeah. that was like hard for them to do? He's like a fat piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, they go oh. to lift them up out of the car. Like, Oh fuck. You know, we'll just kill this one on the ground. Mind you, mind you, I find it really weird in the beginning of the movie when they when they intro like the group. Okay, they intro the group on the Ferris wheel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you guys realize that's actually the order that they die. The the no, way that the way they showed that... uh, Kiefer Sutherland first. He doesn't die. No, he doesn't. He's last. That's what I'm saying. So if they're not in order, then they are in order. Yeah, Kiefer Sutherland dies last out of the group. Yeah. I thought you meant he dies first, like everybody no, in the no, show. No. Oh, okay. no, so as as they're as they're being revealed to the camera, uh... and they do that actually three times in the film. Yeah. Um. There's Still... there's references to those three times in the film when they're hanging on the bridge, as they fall. He's the last one to let go. Well, no, no, no. As they fall. They're in order of their death. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, Ace is the or yeah. not Ace. Uh, you you only yeah. you Ace. Oh <laughs> shit! Dude. And, and funny enough, David. David. That's funny it. enough, being called Ace. Uh, stand by me. Yeah. Uh, so that actually that movie was filmed the year before this, and that was the only the only yeah. other film that uh Corey Feldman did with. Um, oh yeah, they're in the, yeah yeah. 
in the same movie. Yeah, I was the grandfather. So With this teacher. guy's like this guy's like a huge like uh, was he's like an a, asshole. He just like fucking laid on the ground. No, he's awesome. He's like, That's yeah, something no, I he's would say. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. Grandpa, this is the only place where you could live where like actual pedophiles could live in peace. Yeah, yeah. and don't touch the fucking dildos it's... inside the fridge. <laughs> don't the dildos it, inside. The it's fridge. funny you talk about the fridge. Um, there is a um, there's a fan theory that he was a half vampire, so he drank the blood. But he never, he never actually killed anybody. So, oh, yeah. so he's the, like, he's like the gay part that Tommy was talking about. Like, hello, everybody. <laughs> the root beers that he talks about that are in the fridge. They, uh, there's a fan theory oh. that it is that it's all um, blood from the animals because he has this whole taxidermy room. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So that, that's just, a fan theory. I think he's just fucked up. Like he's just a yeah. fucked up old man. Well, yeah, I, I like I and again I love this movie and I'm sorry we're we're kind of just we're going through this a little bit that whole segment there where they're playing like chase mm-hmm. and then they open up his taxidermy room and then he's just like oh something about the texas chainsaw and he does like that weird kind of incestuous head bump to him like ah, yeah. big brother stick it in like yeah. <laughs> see that's that's Corey haim though like um like i said um the other guy that was molested to he, death well here's the thing he's mm-hmm. fantastic in this and according to them like later down the line when him and Corey Feldman did interviews he actually originally was going to try out for the role of mouth for the Goonies. Yes. And they took Corey Feldman over him. And it always made me wonder when I learned that, I'm like, I think he would have been a really good mouth character for the Goonies. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, obviously hindsight's 2020 looking back now where we're, we're looking at like Corey Feldman now and he's like, just that's out fucking, of his yeah, fucking well, that's, mind. That's, like, that's the, t- the sign when they say that they're... There uh, he is, Tim Capillo. Like, yeah. <laughs> child, child actors, Dude. they don't make it, and they wind up being fucking nuts. And yeah. this is like, again, like... Oh, yeah. Nowadays, it's a little bit different. You'll see, that, you'll see that child actor, and then sometimes they'll make it, and mm. they'll continue on. But like now, like back then, it was like you got stardom, you got paid, and then you fucking did drugs and like died. Drew yeah. Barrymore. She's the only one that didn't die. Yeah, I love I'm pretty Drew sure she more. died a few I times. I still believe. Yeah, yeah, that guy. T- he's Tim still, Capella. He's still doing this. Is he man. still fit like that? No, of oh, course he's not. A he's, he's, a like, shit. he's got like Ar- he's got like Arnold then. body. He's like kind we're, of. We're talking about the saxophone guy in yeah. the, the movie that they're Tim all, Capella. He's so oily, so muscular. Like no one can make a saxophone look more awesome than this dude. It's, oh no, no, you know the guy. You ever see that fucking that uh, British hips, show where they got talent? The dude comes out with like sunglasses. I'll have to show you that clip, dude. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. The way he's like Yo. thrusting with the sax, like that dude's a fucking machine. Do you see you know? the girl? <laughs> Do you see the girl in this? She star? is a fucking billionaire, dude. I yeah, star. From she what? married a fucking billionaire, and they own the Atlanta Hawks. Oh, she. She is fucking like rich beyond belief. She's one of the richest women. I don't know her from anything else. She was in in Twister, Twister, and that's it. That's the only thing I know her from. Because she doesn't have to do anything. I'm gonna have to go. We got cows. And wasn't he? (laughs) Wasn't he the dude in the monsters? No, he was not. It's not him. No, actually, hold on. No, I'll I'll correct you. I'll correct you. So, well, he's young here. Like he's only in his thirties here. You're talking about Max, right? So, yeah. yeah, you're talking about Max, the, so, head, va- the, the head vampire. Yeah, you gave it oh, away. Oh no, I've ruined the movie you that came out in 1987. <laughs> so, uh, so he actually he is not the original actor that uh, played as um, Herman Munster. That actually um, was Fred Gwynn. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you would know him from My Cousin Vinny. Yeah, but he's, he's the face on. I remember. Hold on, he's from my cousin Vinny. So my uh, Fred Gwynn played uh, played um, 
Herman Munster in the Munsters, but Edward Herman raped them here who plays Max yeah. actually plays Herman Munster uh, in the um, the made for TV show made for TV movie from Fox from Hallmark called Here Comes the Munsters. Oh, okay. So he actually so, plays him in the 90s. Okay, so I, I knew him from something. I knew that he played that part where they because meet. I recognize his face. And yeah. this was the movie they met and became friends yeah. on. Yes, this was yeah. their first movie. Yeah. This, you know the guy, uh, the main dude, Michael? He's also in Speed 2. He's yeah, like the yeah, terrible he's the... fucking actor from Speed 2. <clears throat> All right, so... Jason Patrick? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um... Oh, here he is, Corey Feldman. Oh, God. You like this book, kid? So... Hey, take this vampire book. Oh, are you trying to tell well, me? Well, you know what, dude? It. Here's, and again, like, there's there's a whole bunch of stuff that I, I wish we would have had time to kind of look at before we did this. But I'll just kind of fill you in on this, so... Corey Feldman and all his craziness this day and age, like his big thing is he's like the one that's always been trying to out Hollywood to be like, it's all pedophiles. It's all run by pedophiles. Yeah. There's a big ring. I agree. Of pedophile. Well, not only has <laughs> he done, a, he, he wrote a book. He also did, I believe two movies. Yeah. The, the they they were like, like lifetime movies. The and it's rape called, of two Corys. The, well, no, shit. the one is called the tale of two Corys, which is basically like a showtime movie where they had yeah. like actors and stuff like play them as kids. He didn't play himself. Well, he was a, here's a, in the one radio show that I love. That's called the bonfire. Yeah. They they cover all Blood. his stuff. He was the executive <laughs> producer on it. So basically nothing got filmed or made the final cut without his say so. And it's very evident because it's like the whole theme of the tale of two Corys is kind of like, He's just like, I'm just this big Michael Jackson fan. And like his mom's like, you're getting fat. Look at you eating Doritos. You're a fucking loser, Corey. And then it's like they cut over to Corey Heyman. It's like he's got this loving, dearing family that's like, let's just, you know what? Let's make dinner whatever Corey wants to eat tonight. So it's like he even paints this weird picture like I had it so tough and Corey had it so easy. And like there's a whole thing of like he gets bullied at school. And he's in a bathtub with a gun, with a gun in his <laughs> mouth. And Corey Haim calls him to be like, "Hey, hey, Corey, I'm Corey. We're gonna be in this movie together. Why don't we go meet up at the beach and be friends?" And like, the way he tells the story of like their friendship, it's almost like, it's almost disgusting how like the Corey Haim family hasn't like sued the balls off of him. Like, I I like the uh, the. The incent, like the guy, the guy that stole the comic book, they're both like making out right there yeah, she's with the girl, laughing. and she's like, la- no, 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 she's yeah, like she's slapping reading. him, yeah. and she's yeah. reading it. He's like, arr, arr, arr. and you're like, dude, leave her the fuck alone. She's trying to read. He's like, hey, you enjoying this comic? Let me. <laughs> <laughs> but the 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 old, I think, I, I I yeah, I disagree. I agree with you, Tommy. I love the old man. Like he is weird dude, and great. goofy, mm-hmm. but like he is. Let's great. go to town. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then There's... he starts the car up, and he's like, "That's as close to town as I like to get." How do these? Did they ever mention how these two fucking assholes own this comic book? They, they don't. don't that's it. their They're, parents that's in their the parents. background. In the background, uh, all passed out. Yeah. All hippies. Uh, yeah, I never saw them there. Yeah. And they like him because he's I, like a comic book dork, and he's well, like, Red Krypton. Blink. Are you looking for well, Batman number 14? That's a pretty serious book, dude. So to bring that up, there's actually a little uh, little history behind that. Uh, so, um, you know, Richard Donner was supposed to do, like, I think every film in the 70s and the 80s because he's connected to almost every film. 
So he produced Is that the director or the producer. No, he produced no, Joel film. Schumacher, yeah. he, okay. which he apparently he has a bad reputation for being an asshole. Yeah, but he's done. He did like Falling Down. He did the two <laughs> shitty Batman movies with Clooney yeah. and Val well, Kilmer. But he's done he's great fucking movies. Oh, yeah, but apparently, I mean, he's notoriously known for like he's that guy that's like you're waiting from the drop dead of a stroke because he's just screaming yeah. constantly on right. set like. You didn't do the fucking line, right? I, you, yeah, you know, and like... he actually wasn't even supposed to do this film because Richard Donner was actually supposed to direct and produce this. Oh, for real? Um, but uh, production took way too much in pre-production, so he had to back out. And guess what? Other movie that he has to do that rears its head in a lot of the movies that we've we've reviewed: Wild Wild West, Lethal Weapon, no, <laughs> Lethal <laughs> Weapon with Mel Gibson. Yeah. Um. So he um right he here. backed out of this to do. Lethal Weapon, he brought in Joel Schumacher. Joel Schumacher puts the little Batman thing in, and then, of course, a couple years, like, uh, what is it, 10 years later, he he does Batman Forever, and he does Batman and Robin. Oh, hell yeah. So, because he's a huge Batman fan, so he wanted that stuff to be in there. But, uh, you know how you, earlier you, 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 even, you even said it numerous times, you were like, Michael, 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 Michael. They say Michael in this film 100. 118 oh, times. Oh, uh, yeah. And doesn't it, is it something to do with, like, oh, uh, and... religion, too? Like, David, Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has, like, those, like, strong there, Yeah, there's all these biblical yeah. things about it. Okay. And then he also, um, he did Phone Booth, too, with Keith or Sutherland, because I think he probably, like, he really does have a very kind of, like, it's nothing super unique about his voice, but, like, if I ever had to change my voice to somebody, I'd be like, give me Keith or Sutherland. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Dude, you know what? I, He's got a voice I know. I like, I like how they look like uh, like going. an 80s, like, uh, rock Motor. metal band. Yeah. Like, that's rock. exactly what I think of. Well, yeah, all right, so yeah. this this part of this film, when I was when I was growing up, this made me want a dirt bike. I don't know about you guys, but like, all, when I, well, no, they're they're on motorcycles. He's well, on a yeah, dirt he's bike. on a dirt bike. Yeah, yeah. but well, like, they got they got the mix. They're, I was an idiot when I was a kid. I saw one dirt bike. I thought they were all dirt bikes. But like he says it in the beginning, he's like, oh my, he's like my bike can't beat your bike because obviously he has a motorcycle. He's like, I'm not expecting you to beat me, Michael. I'm expecting you to jerk me off. Yeah. So, I can't wait. Which, he goes through all this. Fucking he's songs in this genre bumping. So. Cry, um, so you got Cry Little Sister that starts in the beginning. Yes. And I think that's like one of the yeah. best songs to open up to. Well, um, real quick, can I jump in? I'm sorry. I don't mean to keep stepping all over you. One thing, I didn't make this up. I heard this from um, Rude Jude. He's on Shade 45 in L.A. He does like a like a radio show. Mm-hmm. They were discussing Corey Feldman, and they were talking about that song. And as soon as he said it, it's like stuck in my head forever. He's like, if I ever was forced to do a figure skating dance routine, he's like, I would do it to this song. <laughs> he's like, when you start spinning real fast, like, that's <laughs> So, uh, the history of, like, vampire movies with this one, right? So, you have Keith Sutherland that's in this film. Five years later, Donald, Donald Sutherland, who is his dad, does Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Now, continuing oh, okay, okay, yeah. from there, there is a phrase that started in this film that uh, basically um, got used in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the TV show, which is called Vamping Out. Which is basically ah, when they go yeah. all crazy. So, in, so it is. It, it it has a long storied history in a lot of vampire shows and movies. That even after this, it continued till like the two thousands. It probably continued in, even in the True Blood. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you know what I like about this? So they're all like hanging out and they're like going into this like dark cave, and no one questions that there's a little fucking kid with them for no reason. You have a like adult well, men he, almost. He he yeah he. Basically, the history behind it is is that they turned him 
into a vampire to be a companion for Star because she was lonely, so she wanted some. They that's, basically that's made him I'm a saying. fucking vampire. I'm saying no. I'm yeah. no. They, they they try to bring him into the fold so Star can turn him. That's why when she flies up to his no, window, no, no, that's one, David. She goes, "You were supposed to be my first. That's what David." He's wanted. talking about yeah, the little. No, I'm kid. talking about the kid, the little tiny kid, the little the little, kid. the little. I'm sorry, I was paying attention. The little small, <laughs> va- the little small vampire yeah, kid. The, Laddie. Yeah. Yeah, Laddie. So I'm saying, I, I said, why the fuck is, like, they don't question why he's there. Okay. Like, the like, little kid. Like, no, Michael comes in. They're like, what the I fuck is this kid? Yeah, why is there a little bike? eight-year-old kid here? Like, yeah. what? No Did one I, says any problem. Well, he was with them on the boardwalk. So I understand But maybe they, they just think he's, like, some one of those weirdos little brothers. So. So if you look, if you look at it, if you're, if you look at that scene, there's a big ass picture of Jim Morrison. Yeah. Right. That's because "People Are Strange" was a Jim Morrison song, but he doesn't sing the song that's in this film. Uh, the The people who actually sung the song was um, Echo and the Bunnymen, uh-huh. and they actually have a poster in um, in uh, what the hell's his name? Uh, is it Sam? Yeah, Sam. They have. Uh, there's a poster of Echo and the Bunnymen. Um, their posters in Sam's room. So there's there's a, a lot tie, of like subtle maggots. shit in the back. Yeah, I love this part. You're eating yeah, could you imagine? He's like, here you go, Michael, and he's like, I can't eat them. He's like, what's the matter with it? He's like, it's penises, <laughs> and so, he's like, and he's like, how about this? And he's like, it's more penises. It's more penises. <laughs> he's like, but that, penises. this 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 part though was like one of my favorite parts as a kid. Yeah, it's like the little mind game the that they're fucking stuff. with them, and like th- this is how you know that they they start to realize that they're different and they have something going mm-hmm. on. Like, I'm sure when you first walked into this, when you were buying tickets to the movie theaters, because they had those dope-ass posters yeah, of, did. like, them flying. So and many. then, like, yeah, it was cool as shit. But if you watched this and you were catching it on TV or something like that, and you're, like, the Lost Boys, and it's your first time seeing it, you don't really kind of know exactly from the cover what the hell's going on. That main movie cover, like, mm-hmm. with them just standing there. So you start to realize that, like, yo, they got some, yeah. like, m- tricks of the mind here. Yeah. yeah. Like, they can fuck with And it's them. weird, too, because, like you said, I, like, there's so much about this movie that I absolutely <laughs> love. Like, this is such an intense scene, too, because it's, like, Blood, he's just trying to f- he's just trying to fit in. It's like he clearly likes this girl. She's kind of like subtly being like, "Look, don't you get there's something weird going on Are here?" Are you trying to say that guys do things for pussy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like weird crazy and things it's... like, "Why did you become a vampire?" I I want to But he's like that. he already gave into the peer pressure of smoking the joint and they're now they're all amping him up. Yeah. <laughs> this could be it's a commercial. Cuz he 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 like likes the chick, but then Michael. like like they make it Michael. seem like she Michael. is uh Michael. she's like with Michael. David, but yet yeah. he's Michael. still doing trying to do shit. Like in front of everyone. I love I love that you said he already smoked a joint. So like does this lead to peer pressure or like oh the reason well, he I became a vampire is because he smoked weed. Like, well, I think that's why he's, weed. All, he's all whacked out. Like I think he's high as shit. Weed right is now. a gateway drug, it turns you into a vampire. Yeah, look, look at him in the upper left hand corner. Yeah. He's like dancing and shit and he's like Ooh, it's like I didn't say drink all of it, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's very expensive blood, motherfucker. Uh, yeah, sorry. For Michael, we fucked with you. It was Magic Johnson's blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's messed up. Why am I feeling all sick and I can't go out in the daylight? Is, is it because I'm becoming a vampire? No, bruh. Bruh, you got AIDS. You got AIDS. <laughs> here's, uh, a, here's the yeah, cool the, the psychological shit of this whole movie is, like, such a trip, too. Like, then to the shit with the trains, and then he falls, and then he just, like, wakes up in the bed, yeah. and it's like... I love, yeah, I love when they they first they first dive down, and he's like, "Holy shit, these dudes are committing suicide!" Like, yeah, yeah fucking with them. 
and then they're just hanging there. It's dude. a double suicide because no, they make too. it seem like they're jumping off the you bridge, s- and then they make it seem like they're falling off the bridge. So like, yeah. I, and I guess us. I guess it's like they automatically get the power Marco? because like, how does he know how to fly? It just just automatically comes to him right here. No, it's actually it's part of the awakening of the stuff. It's like his body is coming about to, to for self preservation. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's weird. Uh, weirdly enough, when they were when they started doing this film, the role of like, David, why would you give into that? Like, I would be like, "Fuck you! I ain't oh, getting the, down on the eighties. I'm not gonna hang from the train tracks. I, drinking blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really, it's like drinking blood, smoke weed, and hanging off train tracks all in one night. Don't smoke weed, kids. <laughs> Welcome to drug. California. <laughs> but that was probably back in the day too, with the whole like reefer madness, where they were like, or the satanic panic, like yeah. where they went crazy and they're like, well, yeah. satanic panic was was uh, actually connected to Dungeons and Dragons. So it, it's connected to that. That was all in the early nineties, though. The satanic panic 80s, wasn't completely 90s. Dungeons and Dragons. There was this. There was a serial killer that fucking played Dungeons and Dragons, so they tied it to him. There was like a serious, like no, there was like a cult, and they played Dungeons and Dragons originally, and they tied it to that, like but, the Tom Hanks movie. Yeah. Uh, so it's funny you you talk about like cults and killings and stuff like that. So um, Santa Clara actually takes place in Santa Cruz. That's the the city, which was known in the 70s, actually, for having these 28 murders that happened over 30 months. So, like, it's an actual location that is connected with murders when they call and it was called the murder capital of the world. Ah. And they kind of put it in this film, too. So it was like a good like 15, you know, 15 to 17 years later, they do this film. And they they throw all that history in. They just rename the city. Okay, so you know the, the fog scene where he's like falling off the bridge. So clearly he's not really falling off a bridge, no, he's right? Standing so like he's standing like yeah. whipping around he's through rah! fog like a fucking idiot. Yeah. Dude. Like <laughs> they're just like, oh, that's pretty good. That's and then pretty apparently good. he just like flies in through his window like Peter Pan at the end of the night and he just goes to sleep. Just in his shoes though, you know, like yeah, by up, his fucking pillow. Like come on, I know. Growing up, man, you know issues. that our parents would have kicked our asses if. They saw us in bed with our fucking shoes. How on. old is he supposed to be in this? Who? Michael? Uh, Michael? Uh, he's I think he's like, 18. He's like 18. He's 18 because she's yeah. like, when school starts, things are going to be changing around He here. might be like 16 he or 17. 17? 17? He like, used to... Because it's the summer before, so I would think that he's like a senior. Yeah, yeah somewhere around there. Motherfucker does... looks like he's 40. Yeah, that, well, that's back in the day. They were like, yeah, he's a young kid. And it's Still, like a fucking... Look, yeah. look at Twilight, it, man. It's a little bit different, though. They they somewhat pick younger actors now. But back in the day, it's like, somewhat. yeah, I'm a teenager in high school, bro. And you're like, dude, you're fucking 40. They and did the... that up until just recently. Because I was going to say, you look at the first Scream, and it's like Drew Barrymore was in her like late 20s. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm a high, like a high school student. <laughs> and then oddly enough, she did a movie where she was pretending to be a high school yeah. student. <laughs> Never been kissed. Never been. Do you know somebody? There's a. Well, oh shit. Yeah, never been kissed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Met, uh, what's her name? Jamie French or something like that. She's on YouTube. She reviews movies too. She does her impersonation great because she like Drew Barrymore just basically talks out of the corner of her mouth. Yeah. So she I love just it. goes, "I'm Drew Barrymore." Yeah. <laughs> so so I, I, love, think... I that's one of my crushes. Drew like, Barrymore. Since I, since I was younger, yeah. I've loved Drew Barrymore. Yeah. So uh, the mom in this film, mm-hmm. okay, she plays uh, Lucy Emerson. Diane Weiss. Uh, I think she did like she was just a mom in every movie because she's the mom in Footloose. She plays Footloose. it. She plays the part perfectly. Yeah. You know, it's like the guy <laughs> Munch uh, from fucking Law and Order. He always played a detective. R.I.P. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I was just thinking of something too. So that whole bit in the fog there, um, 
that might have been a time lapse because now that because again i haven't watched this movie in a while but it refreshes my memory every time i watch it he goes in and he gives him the phone and he goes mike get up mom's on the phone and she goes michael like are you still in bed and he said like he's been sleeping till like into the late afternoon for like maybe days or weeks at this point so oh so, so you think some time i don't think by. that was from the night before i could yeah. be wrong you you could be exactly right, but the the only thing I go co- take your the bath. only thing I would question in, so in that I love the scene. It's so fucking creepy. He said, "Go take your bath." The only thing I would question <laughs> question in that go though is that like so you need to feed and everything. So now it's like introducing those bodies. So not too much time has had to have gone by. Yeah, well the thing is is that you right. become a half vampire by drinking the blood. Yeah, you become a full vampire by, by your first feeding. Kill. Yeah. Your, one, your, your first, first kill. kill. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, is that that's not, the reason why he doesn't become a. There's full no way too much time has gone by. The way no. oh, you know how you know how he drops so... the milk. That's me being lactose intolerant. <laughs> dude. I'm not even a vampire. I drink that <laughs> oh, shit. I'm like, poop. oh fuck, dude. Whenever we watch this, me and uh, Lauren would always crack up at the scene where Sam's in the bath and he's like, woo, woo, woo. <laughs> what is he? What song is that? Does anybody know? He's clearly, let's just say it. I mean, Sam is gay. We're, we're just going to go ahead and say it. Actually, that is. He's got a poster of some is, dude in a belly shirt. That's for real. Because Joel, is he supposed Joel to be gay? Schumacher is gay. So, um, so the Sam the character Schumacher. is supposed to be gay. Um, I would say Joel Schumacher. Uh, like his get up it. and everything. Jason uh, Patrick, Keith Sutherland, uh, no, all of them writer. are gay. The writer. Everybody's oh, gay in God. this movie. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that when, uh, I think it might actually be Joel Schumacher, but um, he was uh, the it's way just... that he was framed out was yeah. purposely for that. It has you to see, be. You yeah. can see the contrast, the contrast between him and the other kids. So Corey Feldman and um, that's Batman very... number fourteen. That's a very serious book. No, you know what like you're gonna his, have to do to get that like, book, it, kids. It's too deliberate. Like there's too many things. Like you know, from like how the flamboyant up he is, hair, the, the hair. opened up shirt. It's yeah. just there's too many things that are just not. It's not coincidence. Yeah. So, uh, funny enough, we're talking about Corey Feldman and the Frog Brothers. Uh, their first name is Edgar and Allen because it's actually about Edgar Allen Poe. Po. So it's a little like connection. What you do to my dog, history. dude? Why is he fucking yeah, bite you? Why? It's like, dude, he fucking bit me, dude. Like, what are you kidding? <laughs> Look at your reflection, Michael. He turns it around. Oh, it's like, and then he's like, he's like, wait till mom finds out. She's gonna be pissed. Like at that time, you think about it so, as a kid. Like he, uh, the uh, the the worst thing possible is that you're telling your mom that I, you're a vampire. <laughs> I just put this together. So he, when he tells him to look at his reflection, and I never thought about this till now, you can see through him and see him slightly is because he's a half vampire. Yeah, I never guessed that. Yeah. As I'm watching it, like vampires, you can't see the reflection at yeah. all. But I didn't put that together that you can like see through them a little and bit. That's uh, that's so, another thing too. Like they ain't got a of... home is by Clarence Henry. Okay, and that's another thing too. If you notice too, I don't think all no uh, like even all vampire movies they only adopt certain like vampire cliches. If you notice that, all like, come from the original Drac- because Dracula in, movie. Actually. Well, in this one, when they filled the tub with garlic and the holy water, the mm-hmm vampire grabs and he goes garlic don't work boys like so and then i think in interview with a vampire he was saying like um like brad like brad pitt even says like certain things like the cliches that you hear are not all of them are true and he's like unfortunately the coffins one is true like we have to sleep in coffins and then i because think it, in like because it's i think in like in blade or something too like not all it's like it's like daylight 
Maybe not the holy water. They wear but, makeup. <laughs> yeah, like, I can I can walk in a day if I Day-walker. put on four inches of you know mascara. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> yeah. um, shouldn't have had that I LSD. Whoa, yeah. <laughs> I took too many fucking drugs, bro. I smoked some more reefer, man. I don't know what's going on. My mom's gonna be real mad at me. So. I, I, Help me! And his, his his brother's about to let him fly away in a vampire tornado. Yeah. He like doesn't trust yeah. him. And then he, I love that he like screams, and the mom just freaks the fuck out and just and leaves Max behind. Like I love his foot comes in the frame while he's on the phone with his mom. You just see like his foot. <laughs> oh yeah, and Wait. he picks up the phone right as he's like talking to him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like, don't don't listen to him. Don't listen to him. Don't listen to him. And he looks at his window. He's like, ah, ah. <laughs> he's mom, coming to get mom. me. <laughs> And then she, yeah, she jets the fuck out of there, fucking completely gone. This fucking... dude's like, dining, dashing, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she, this keeps happening to me. Yeah. I own a successful boardwalk empire, and these bitches won't He fucking... owns the video store, bro. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you flying nun. Dude, I'm your brother, man. Yeah, so, uh... And then I think, um... Where was it? Where was he flying is, to? Where was it sucking it was, him? It was. He just activated and he was just floating off. He just said he couldn't control his yeah, but, levitation. Like, what the fuck? Where was it going to take him? Anywhere. Uh, he was just floating space. randomly. Uh, do you think it was like almost forcing him? Like it was like, oh, go out there and fly and get your first kill and turn full vampire. No, much? I just think I just, really I think that he has no control over his powers. Yeah. Um, yeah. He doesn't know what to do, and they're definitely not teaching him. Which I have to say is like really irresponsible for they're vampires. For they don't vampires, give a, shit. a little you know? bit. Yeah. yeah, this isn't training school. Like they don't yeah, give they, a fuck. Well, you and... think about it. Like they, they, uh, like clearly they were all somebody else. So it's like if you if you kind of start from the head down, like Max, slowly but surely, you know, got to David and like all the other guys, and started creating his own, you know, the like his own set of boys from that. Now the little kid. Same thing. I don't think he was turned because he's like a halfy too. Yeah, yeah. See. But I mean, at some point he in the movie, is. yeah. See, there he is. He's missing on the milk cart. They take him on the boardwalk with them like every night. Somebody's like, "Aren't you the well, kid that's on the fucking milk cart?" So they are just irresponsible. Yeah. I just want to point out that there are four adults in this whole fucking film. You don't see any other adults. Every other adult is high or just missing. Yeah. Like there's kids just roaming around. You're like, all right, no wonder it's the murder capital of the world because. Everyone is just kind of like free balling it everywhere they're at. That surprises you that they're like high. There's no parents around. Wow. Don't yeah, you know yeah. from like personal experience? <laughs> and I mean, yeah. and also too, definitely. It's, well, the the scene's coming up, so I want to get ahead of it. Oh, this is bullshit though. That, I, sorry, but it's bullshit that they kept it up for the film because they wanted everybody to think that Max wasn't the lead. So like. Uh, the uh, the group comes in. The Lost Boys come into the store, and he's like, "I told you not to be around here anymore." And he's like a total dick to them, right? So obviously he's keeping that up because it's in front of people. But then you have the scene where he's going home, and then all the fucking shit is like, all the wind is blowing and everything yeah, like that. Some it's... falls on his head, dude. You really think that the master of vampires in this fucking town is going to be afraid of a of um a stupid fucking kite hitting him in the back of the head? No, and but... then all the lights and shit, and he's looking around like he's afraid dude yeah, but that's it's only play- for the film it, yeah that but is it's only the, for the it's film. The it's a play- yeah but it's the play on you yeah you're it's a, a small part- yeah, you're but- a part of the person so he's doing that for people around but you're also that person around watching that movie but if you think about if you're in the movie and you're thinking about the timeline of the movie it makes no fucking sense why he's scared 
great. I, I, I like the suspense cinematic. to it. it well, yeah. no, it's, it's yeah. cinematic, but it's like a stupid swerve. In, that's all. But in the film, it makes no sense why he's scared. That's the one. Like, I, 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 there's I, two things. I in this agree, film. but I also love that yeah. part that it shows you, like, like because they go in and they try to say, like, "Oh, you're the head vampire," and they try to do all that, and they're showing, they're painting him in this light, and then he twists around, yeah. and then he's that. But like that, that's for you. That's yeah, for I mean, you that. could also. But I'm thinking about it. most people like think, oh well, nowadays everybody critiques movies where they're like, oh, it makes no sense. And, like, everybody looks at this film, and obviously I love this film. But there's two parts of this film that always get me that it makes no sense. One, why he why he's scared when he's walking up to it. Max is scared while he's walking up to the house where the lights and shit and wind and everything like that. And the end of the fucking film. The end of the film makes no fucking sense. Why the fuck would Grandpa Joe go driving his fucking vehicle right into his house unless, like, it was on purpose? Like... And he, he even said, no, but he knows about it the whole entire time. No, he, he knows that there's vampires, but how does he know to drive through his fucking house <laughs> at that time? Because he in saw that the... time and space where he's just standing there and then he just like walks out and he goes, you, this place is full okay, of vampires. Okay, but you get, not his first vampire. But you don't get, you don't ever get <laughs> the assumption, you don't get the assumption that the man is pissed drunk. <laughs> no, <laughs> like he is just <laughs> fucked up and he like does that on a reg. That's why his house looks that. like shit is because. Because he keeps crashing into his well, house. Well, you got to remember, too. There, there's a couple things you're missing Look there. how much he had to drive up to drive into the fucking... There's a there's a porch on the front of the house. It's, that's the other side of the house. That's the back end overlooking mm. it. There's no, a he front drives part. through the front fucking of the house. He drives through the front you know, of the house. You're asking too many questions. Dude. Yeah, well, that's fucking... also like if you're watching Saul and you're like, really, those two guys didn't see the guy breathing laying on yeah. the floor. It's like you can... You can shoot holes in anything, but yeah, um, I know. But like, like I, I just, said, I man, say he's pissed drunk. I say he's pissed fucking drunk, and he does that multiple times <laughs> well, throughout his he, life. Just, well, you got to remember, he, so, he like fortnights the fucking thing. He just puts like a bunch so, of blanks. Here's the thing: he drives through the front of his house. A, I mean, a, I mean, yeah, it's a good question. Why come flying in like that? My guess is going to be um, because he had those pillars and those posts all loaded up on the front of his truck. Fence. So when he comes flying in, the shit goes flying in. If you forget, Michael jumps pushes off of the rafter it. and pushes him into it. Yeah. So, I mean, mm-hmm. again, you can I, also put it together, too. Like, clearly, it's not his first rodeo. He fucking fights vampires all the time <laughs> I in, love the, uh, in his heyday when he's not taxidermy and animals. Yeah, how do you like, know he's not a Van Helsing type? He's so, been, he's there hunting vampires. And the it's whole also for time. cinema. If he just kicked you know? in, if he just kicked in the yeah. door and was like, Grandpa's here, it wouldn't have been cool. You know? Flying through on a truck is I, so much better. I love the old per- the old guy when he comes in, the grandpa, he comes in and he's like, Looks like I wasn't the other one that got pussy last night. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Good luck, kid. Yeah, we're the both Widow Johnson. So, yeah. Yeah, we're both so the the one scene's coming up and like I said, I wanted to kind of get ahead of it here. So uh referencing back to the Corey Feldman movie, The Tale of Two Corys, um Joel Schumacher actually fired Corey Feldman on one of these days, one of the days where he's wearing the red head bin when they're on the, either when they a go into the cave or it's one of these scenes right here uh-huh. because according to Corey Feldman, they were in uh, their hotel room going over their practice in their lines for this, for the lost boys. And uh, there was a shot there. No, there was a chaperone. That was assigned to watch them because they're underage here. They're like fifteen or sixteen, yeah, right? That was Mike. That Wilson. dude shows up, <laughs> and apparently, according to Corey Feldman, he said like Corey Haim was like a fucking dog in heat. He was constantly always like, "Dude, I gotta get off. I gotta get off," and all this other stuff. And Corey Feldman pretty much teed up the the uh, 
the handler guy who apparently was gay and was like, oh, well, this dude's gay. Why don't you just fuck him? And apparently Corey Haim and this dude went into the bathroom and, like, got busy. And then, like, Corey Feldman was, like, so disgusted, went for a walk. A random chick picked him up on the road, and that was the first night he did cocaine. So the movie basically weaves this whole story of, like, if my friend wasn't a crazy sex fiend, I would have never did coke that's and then a, got fired the next day for being late steps. on the set of, like... Uh, do you ever get the fact... That's a lot do, of steps. Do, But do you ever get the fact that, that, like, everything Corey Feldman says, it's the exact opposite? Like, Corey Haim was the mm-hmm. one that was the, the one that did well, all that? Well, his is... Well, here's the thing, like... That he was in the bathroom fucking well, Corey the Corey Haim's not alive to defend himself. Yeah. So he's basically like, oh, yeah. this is what Corey told me, that he, he was on the, he was on the he set of Lucas, and that yeah. was when Charlie Sheen had sex with him or whatever. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, on the set of Lost Boys, like five producers grabbed Corey Heyman, were like tongue in his ass, and you're just like, what? And then he's like, oh, one time I was kind of sleepy, and this dude jerked me off. You're like, oh, you get like a, I was kind of sleepy. I'm not really sure if it really happened. It's like, oh yeah, Corey was like doing headstands and getting plunked. Like it's just like, <laughs> yo. So when he invites him, so in, like there, so the grandpa inv- knows. He invites him in and says, uh, yeah, me you're in. the you're the man of the house. It's the grandpa's house. Yeah. So it he doesn't never- matter. Does it, it could just be any man? Yeah. You can no, be invited in. Anybody. You have to be invited into the house. But I thought the you Lord, had to be the homeowner. No. Like, let me see your fucking deed, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> How do you know? Um, it's a threshold thing. It's yeah, like, you can't. He can't. He it's like Bordello enter. of Blood, dude. Yeah, like, Bordello yeah, of Blood. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Dude, I fucking love that. I, I love that film. Yeah. But, Hey, I got these two these two random fucking retards coming over yeah. here to eat dinner with us. Hey, how's it going? Like, you know, like they're just, just invite these two guys that aren't. Look at them; they're just twirling around spaghetti, looking deeply into each other's eyes. Well, they, you know, they. Are. He does have a weird. His head is smaller than the rest of his body. Who's the Max? Oh, well, he's also wearing shoulder pads. Yeah, but I know he's that wearing. Dude's a suit. like fucking seven foot, like thirty eight. Is know, it? What like... is his actual height? I'll look it up. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know his height. He's fucking big as shit. Though. Yeah, well, like, he was. He played fucking Herman Monster. Yeah, I know he tall. played him, but like his shoulder. Yeah, so like right there, they know the garlic. Oh wait, no, never mind. He leaves. They so when he got invited in, he rendered it rendered everyone powerless. So yeah, so nothing. the tricks of the mind, everything that happened. But does that mean like if they throw holy water on him, it wouldn't matter? Because he says, "Don't invite wow, a vampire he's only into your." He said, yeah, see, I'm like, he's not that. don't <laughs> invite a vampire into your house, you silly boy. It renders you um, defenseless. So does that yeah. mean, like, just, I mean, it, obviously he sees his reflection here. So I'm assuming if you, if, so I guess, yeah, he's. He changes everything. But then, so how did he get into the house at the end? He kind of just follows Lucy in. So why well, would he's, he, well, no, yeah, he's, already, he's already been invited. So I think, I think so. It's when not they, like you have to they, be invited every when time. When they do the mirror scene, he's all playing, like the worms and the maggots. So when they go to splash him, I think that that doesn't really happen. He just makes them think it happened. Oh, that's so, an interesting yeah. theory. So like, not, if he really got hit with holy water, it would burn him. No, I but think they were just spilling water on him. I don't think it was holy water. Yeah, it was, it holy, was water. holy water. Was it? Yeah, okay. and he's like mad, like vampires are fast. So he made them think that it wet his pants and they're like, oh, shit and everything like well, that no, and it's, it's all a mind trick because there's no way he could get it, hit with holy water because even though the other ones are invited they come in so that's where he drives the car hit him right with there. the bathtub holy water and it burns the shit out of the guy yeah there's more that you just uncovered so just like i was saying michael <laughs> you know michael went and he plowed star so now he's like this has got to be days later now because he's like where's star it's 
it's weird because this scene is so great. This is where they finally like reveal themselves to him and they kill yeah. the guys on the beach. Yeah, you know what? It always reminded me of it reminded me of like the Red Hot Chili Peppers for some reason. The way the guys are thrashing out there, mm-hmm. like the live like Red Hot Chili Peppers like songs that they did. These guys that are around the fire pit that always made me. And think I think they're of the coolest looking vampires too. If if I gotta if I gotta go with who I think are the coolest looking vampires, I think what they do with the I like the eyes. Yeah, Twilight. They Twilight. sparkle. Totally Twilight. Which, no, I, which, funny enough, they use sparkles in this film. No, do they? If That's you gay. if you look at the blood scenes, all all the blood, and then when um when the Frog Brothers, uh they they do their yeah. first kill and they freak out, all the liquid, the fake blood that they just get fucking poured on them. If you look at that scene, they are covered in blood that has specks of sparkles. <laughs> all in it and then when they come out and they're on top of the uh the hill when they're when they're freaking out and they're like oh my god i don't know we you know we shine in the face of danger like that that kind of shit if you look at them they are covered in sparkles so i mean there's there's a lot of stuff that that connects this to them and, I love, and I their love fangs are different this. they're not the canine their yeah. fangs are the ones next to it, your because it makes yeah. more sense because if you ever look at the vampire bites they're like closer together mm-hmm. so it makes more sense that they would puncture in like that like yeah. almost like a snake so now they're just ripping apart all the guys on the i beach. love that i love that when they do reveal themselves like you were saying and they're like doing those extreme right, right, the, the chomp on the head is my favorite there yeah. i love that yeah well this this scene actually scared the shit out of me i like when how, i was a kid i like how he's like almost like he's like coming like watching them yeah, like, they're oh. all feeding michael's in the corner he's like, oh, like oh, oh my god oh stop it stop it and then they're looking like fucking death leopard well they're invoking like that out of him and then it's like that part of him is trying to take over but he's still fighting it which is why he's like getting a thirst for the blood but at the same time too he's horrified from what he sees yeah you have yep. to you have to pick you have to make a choice so i love he's so casual he's like so now you know what we are <laughs> yeah. now you know what you are Dude, he is uh, Keith Sutherland back. Like he's a good actor, man. Like, but you yeah. must feed Still, my man. My man's voice can like probably yeah. slide off Silk. any woman's clothes, dude. Silk. Like uh, going back to Tommy's. And then, what's he just pass out in the sand again? Yeah, just headbutts the sand. Well, now it's like, but I mean, he. I think he figured that type of shit. Oh, dude, you know, you know what I was thinking of right there. Uh, where, That's another where thing. They... That's a weird plot thing. Why does the grand? I mean. He keeps giving him all these fucking taxidermy animals for like no reason. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe he it's because he opens up his closet maybe, and it's just a shit ton of like yeah. He's got that, like a beaver. Maybe it scares vampires away. A bunch yeah. of different animals. You, you, but yeah, you know, back to the scene where they're like feeding on the beach and everything like that. I was like, for some reason, this popped in my head. They're like killing all the guys and everything like that. And they're like, he's like, yeah, Michael. He's like telling him, he's like, you have to bite into their penis, Michael. <laughs> he's like, that's where you have, you have to get it from the main vein, the main Michael. Vein, he's Michael. like, you got to go in there. And he's like, I don't want to. I don't want to. He's like, this is what you have to do. Be one of us, Michael. <laughs> bite that dick. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, that was just popping in my head. I was like, that is the stupidest. Uh, like, I, that happens to me multiple times as I'm watching movies. Like, you were saying, going back to the one where, like, the chick's getting railed, Tom. Hang on one second. And the one. And I, th- that happens to yeah, me. Yeah, that's so... how. You were what? supposed to be my first. So, was she supposed to... She was supposed to kill him. Yeah. Yeah. They were supposed to bring him in, and he was supposed to. Uh, she was supposed to feed him. It doesn't make any sense. Because then why give them the wine and do on, all that other shit? On. Like why? They, this is the thing that doesn't make any sense because she's supposed to kill him, okay? But Max says that if 
he was able to turn both her sons. Uh, you're right. So it doesn't make any no. sense why, if if she says that he's supposed to be her first kill, that Max wants wants them to be vampires. Yeah, he but... wants both the sons to be vampires so that she would join his covenant and be the kid's mom. Basically, boys very, need a mother, right? Very yeah. much like Peter Pan and the Lost Boys. But maybe, maybe there's a situation with where Wendy. He doesn't like he is the head vampire, but like David's not listening to him as much because he he does seem generally pissed off at but him. But this at is times. before. I know, but you don't. No, I think you're right. It. I think initially he was kind of like, oh, this dopey dude, like Star, like we'll just lure him in, we'll get him ready to go, yeah. and like you know, Star can kill him. This, so apparently, this was the day he got fired, where they go to the to the cave. Mm. They were on uh, set, yeah. and apparently showed he showed up all hungover from the coke, and Joel Schumacher was like, "Get the fuck off this set!" <laughs> like it was just like, "Get the shit out of here!" Like, which legit, you guys, you guys are gonna see um, when, like I said, when speeding up. I know. Oh, I didn't know if you did that by yep, accident. I did it on purpose. This is the best part, though, where they go in the cave and fucking. No, this is this is just them just going around, yeah. and just talking. It's like, Rod, we're gonna and kill like, them. And yeah, he's like, they're like it. pumping themselves up. I do love do when it. they're they're hanging upside down by their like, their by fucking the nasty right back feet. Yeah. yeah, it actually like makes yeah. sense. <laughs> and you know what? We never brought up that the one guy is from fucking Bill and Ted. I was actually just about to say yeah. that, and that's my biggest. That's the one who dies first. Yeah. And that's my biggest gripe with this movie. I always said that with with uh, me and Lauren said that too because we used to watch this all the time, and it's like. Uh, you just got to kill the head vampire. And he goes, well, let's start with the little one. And it's like <laughs> yeah. the one who doesn't talk. And it's like, it's just in the back. You wouldn't even know he's there half the time. In, in what makes you think he's even remotely close if, to me? In a roundabout way, everyone back in the day was like five, two. So <laughs> he might be the head vampire. <laughs> but clearly like David's the one that's like leader of the pack. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't, well, they, they don't know. They don't know. It's they Michael. don't know. They actually it, leading into it. They, uh, they, they actually he say says, they're say like, it. which one is it? And they're like, I don't know. Pick the, pick the little one. Like, yeah. it doesn't make any because sense. Because Michael knows more about all yes. of it, but he's but not he, there because yeah. he's, he's trying to get pussy again. Yeah, he was trying to like save them all. I love this little scene where he gets burned on the hand and yeah. a slow tear goes down his eye too. That actually, it was a real tear. I, I don't care what it was. I'm just saying. Yeah. I, I didn't say it was fake. I just love the way well, that it comes down his cheek and it, everything. It wasn't him acting though. That was that was his reaction to the uh, to the um, the smoke. No, 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 no. His uh, the lenses, the contact lenses. That was a natural reaction yeah, that that it, it happened, and then Joel Schumacher loved it so much that that he left it in. So look, if you look at the blood, look at all the speckles and the sparkles on them. Uh, legit, oh, like yeah, I didn't see that before. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah there's like glitter in it. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like blue. It, Blue, gold, like all that. Ew, I, never no, I never noticed See, that. Look, yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's legit. So there's just so sparkles wait, you're trying to tell me inside place. of every vampire is like a 70s gay club? Yeah, yeah. yeah right. <laughs> Studio 54, baby. Yes, I was going to say Studio 54 inside. <laughs> fucking disco fever. Yeah, so uh, I, I thought it was weird because when I was reviewing this film last week for this, that was the first time I noticed it. Yeah. I, that's and the here's, first time here's I another thing, too. I think... With everything that's going on, because the grandfather stops here and he goes, you know the rule? Like, he doesn't care that they're that they bringing in the some car. girl. <laughs> These two weirdos are covered in, like, all sorts of shit. So I think he, he just, knows, like, something's Well, he doesn't even he's... care that they took the car. He yeah. just tells him. He's like, he's like, Guess. you know the rule about filling it up? He's like, no. He's like, now you know. He never like, said to not take the car. He just said he doesn't like to go in town. Yeah. He so, doesn't, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So he he definitely sees that they're all fucked up and there's something going on. But he starts out as a dickhead in the beginning. 
And then like he I think slowly he just starts gets out as a weirdo. Down. He starts out as like Look a that. VHS is in a video store. Yeah, Good lord. That would piss me off in that video. He's like, you gotta duck and dodge these plastic things while you're going through the video. <laughs> Whose great genius fucking idea was that? Oh, that's the 80s for you, baby. We have tons of neon plastic see-through plexiglass things that you gotta weave your way through if you want to get to the uh, comedy section. <laughs> I'm not talking about fucking Max. He's like, the and hell she's with like, Max. I'm talking about. She's like, well, Max. guess what? He's your new stepfather. So get <laughs> ready. Listen to your dad. Yeah, he's not my fucking dad, man. So, uh, the 1987, there was two films that came out that were vampire movies: Near Dark and The Lost Boys. Okay, so uh, they they have uh, Jason Miller. Um, they featured sons of Jason Miller. Okay. Which was Joshua Jason, uh, Joshua John Miller in the Near Dark, and then his half brother, which was Jason Patrick. So there was there was for that family all they did were they're like we're doing vampire movies this this year and that's all they did. Oh, you know what I just for, I forgot about this too. Jason Patrick, he is related to Jackie Gleason. Really. Yeah, Jackie all that gar- they got like a fucking. You didn't, you didn't find that fact out. He's they got like, like a Costco-sized bag of garlic, and it was no good. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, he was related. Jason Patrick yeah. is related to Jackie Gleason. Power right in a kisser. Yeah. Power right in a kisser. Power right in a kisser. Like he's related to him. Yeah, I, I was I looking through because we were. Uh, I was going through IMDb. So when we were discussing Rocky, did you know Talia Shire is Nick, Nick Cage's aunt? No. Weird, yeah, right? They're, yeah, because they're all... By marriage? Yeah. I don't know how they are, that but all, it's, it's on like the IMDb. There's, like, there's he, no way so somebody that like, oh, is beautiful as This is my nephew, Nick Cage. It makes sense because I believe that they're all lizard so, people anyway. Lizard. You know what I, I mean? All of Hollywood and politics are all lizards. I, and then the sun I, goes with down this, and here with comes... With this film, the, right? Mind you, mind you they, kill, they kill Bill um, or Ted, whatever. Who the fuck cares at this point? But Marco, they, yeah, they, it. they kill him. Put some respect uh, on that little boy's name. <laughs> they, um, yeah, it's Marco. But uh, they they kill him, Alex Winter, and uh, they just go back to sleep. Like they just wait. Like yeah, because they don't. None of them. None do. of them posts up. No, none of them just keeps an eye out. Like they know. They know that they can just come in at any time. So none of them are like. Post up near the entrance. Oh, they or know they're not awake, coming. After you he know? scared the fuck out of them, they know they're not coming back. <laughs> yeah. In. Like, he fucking, like, ran at them, burned up. Yeah, they are yeah. not coming back. Yeah, the whole climax of this movie, I could literally watch. Like, just the last 20 minutes of this movie, I could literally watch on a loop. I love it so and much. And to tell you the truth, man, the vampires die so shittily. Um, they are so quick. None of them last. They, you know, and yeah, they get dispatched. They get dispatched ridiculous yeah, because they're like younger vampires. So like they, yeah. they, they're all full of themselves. Even fucking Max gets dispatched quickly. Well, I mean, the movie's got to end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go on. <laughs> it's not quickly. Like it is a blink of an eye. It is a legit blink of an eye. Each one of their deaths. Like if you look, somebody gets stabbed in the chest, falls down, well, dead. See, right? and I don't then mind you have, that though. Then you have the bow and arrow, which, mind you, the bow and arrow doesn't kill him. It's the electric. Uh, the elect. He gets electrified. The electrocution is oh, what actually I've, kills him. I forgot. Right? Then you got the. Then you got the dude who goes into the holy water. Right. He gets tackled, tackled by the fucking. And, dog. That's one of the best you, yeah. death scenes in a movie ever. Because he like, melts then, away and shit. Yeah. 
And then, then the you, shit comes through the pipes. Then yeah. you have Michael and David, which, mind you, it is the 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 second only shot in this whole film that was done with CG. Like Everything how, was practical effects. Did he just come through the fucking chimney like Santa Claus? Underneath? Yes, he did. No, he came from <laughs> underneath, too. It doesn't make any sense why he would come from underneath the, that whole thing. But, I don't know. But, again, Max... Max gets dis- dispatched by a fucking vehicle driving through the fucking wall. Yeah, but as so, I said, they, it has to end. Like, but you, know, but well, you build this up to where they are. What do you want them to do? Have like vampires, and then no, the one dude your... gets electrocuted. No, well that's the like, point. Like I think I see. I see the exact opposite. I don't think they make them because again, I think when you have other movies to compare it to, I don't. I don't look at these as like the vampires of like Blade and all these other movies where it's like they're gonna sit here and do some kung fu fight for like five minutes. I think it's very practical. Just look at them as like, hey, these are just four fucking intruders. They just happen to have yeah. fangs and can fucking drink your blood and, and fly. fly. I have to say, and have yeah. super strengths, but they don't. They don't have like all of that. Well, they're just regular teenagers. And, 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 and a lot with vampires, still, like, the, with the all longer, those powers, the longer you're a vampire, the more cautious and the more uh, the more powers you actually get. Well, Lestat knows that shit. But that's what I'm saying. It, it's a it's a time and to Keith's thing. point too they're young because they may not have hunted for a lot of years like Max where you know Max fucks all of them up and they yeah. can't even scratch them you know but these are the same guys that one killed the security killed the security guard and killing everyone fat fuck. Mind, <laughs> hold on hold on they're killing everyone though they're ki- all the missing people they're killing they have racked up a fucking body count. okay but what i'm saying is, like, is it, most of the people that they've killed were by the boardwalk and yes. they were they were in a thing so they were in lover's lane so the two people mm-hmm. are just making out and they ripped the top off completely surprise them and then you have a what a five on two and you, they've ripped the dude out and then they just leave the girl yeah so but... then they pick on him and then they eat the fat fox fucking candy blood dude <laughs> they're like sucking it and they're getting diabetes <laughs> as they're fucking chewing on him <laughs> Yo, and they were kind of prepped for them like this... you know if he doesn't have the water pistol with the holy water in it he gets ripped apart in the rafters yeah. and then he goes was... and butt fucks Michael I think... while he's unconscious <laughs> I, think on the floor. I, I think I fucked my kids up too because I was watching this oh my god and and I'm sitting there like this not paying attention and he shoots him with the arrow and he's like ah you miss sucker like that and then he hits him <laughs> this again this is one of my favorite then... favorite he's... scenes of all time what he's... the blood no right here his, sh- his showdown with David right here Oh yeah, where well, yeah he's he keeps swooping down and he's hitting him right, well, and so then he's like, "What are you afraid to face me?" And he's like, "Huh?" And then he gets one last shot in him, and Kiefer Sutherland's in the rafters, and he's kind of laughing at him. He's like, "Huh?" And all of a sudden, Kiefer Sutherland gets like real serious, and he senses that he turned into like he changed, and the way yeah. he turns around, they do that fucking zoom in real close on him, mm-hmm. and then the blood comes out of his nose. Dude, it gives me chills every time the, I say it. I fucking love so, it. The Evil Dead <laughs> zoom in, dude, like so it good. gets like all choppy, but like. So, because they because they break yeah! up the scene, it flies out so, of bed. Real quick, I film. just want to finish because, like, dude. So I'm watching it, and he's getting electrocuted, and he is just fucking fully on going on, and his head explodes, and I look over at my kids, and they're both like that shock, like I fucked them up for <laughs> life. I'm like, holy shit! I'm like, oh, look at this guy's. I'm like trying to do like magician hand things to get them away from looking at the fucking screen. Yep. But yeah, I do. I, that scene is awesome, and he's like right hanging here. up there like fucking Batman, dude. Like, yeah. And the, yeah well, he, he does him. the reveal that in the rafter yeah. where, like, he comes into the light, which is, like, really cool. Right here. I love he the goes. red light, tried too. tried to make me a killer. He kicks him in the face, and then he's laughing, and he's like, <laughs> Yeah, right <laughs> And then he's like, oh, fuck. And then he's like, you just picked a fight, motherfucker. Oh, I fucking love yeah. that shot. There. You're a killer. And that's time to sh- it's try to throw down. That's the it's CG shot It's time to right throw there. down. You see that? Mm. That was the, that was the, 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 only there was CG only shot. two CG 
spots that were in this whole film and it was when they were flying at each other and you can see if you if you break it down uh, if you just look at it i love this this grab up here but my man has some increased core strength (laughs) and the reason why they're in the air right now (laughs) you know the the reason why they didn't have uh they only had two shots over cg it's because this film didn't nearly have a big budget because the budget was only like eight and a half million and weirdly enough it made like 32.2 so I mean, it quadrupled was quadrupled. It's fucking yeah. It did make money, but I love this. So, like so again, the... he they had like what uh, a a minute and a half fight, and then he impales him. But I... you know what? I I don't mind that because I hate like I mean I guess you could they could have like flew around through each other through a couple of walls, but it's like for what? Well, so... you you have to do you have to do the hero villain thing. Does each vampire where villain... die differently? Because like they staked yes. a small little guy and he's just gushing blood right. all over the place. David dies and a light comes on and he's like ah like yeah. just falling over. No blood, no no crazy. They all shit. they all die a different way and it's funny because that's what the guy said. He did say that. You're in, right. Yeah, in the climax of the film, actually, like Edgar Frog. He um, he says when a vampire bites it, uh, it's never a pretty sight. Some uh, some yell and scream, some go quietly, some explode, some implode, but all will take you uh, try to take, take you, you with them. try to take you with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have Marco. He actually screams when he dies. Yeah. Uh, when Edgar puts the damn stake in his chest, then you have um, bathtub guy uh, Paul. He's the one who dissolves in the bathtub and everything explodes, right? Um, then you have like almost like the imploding. So, yeah, so it's 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 everything that he yeah, and out. and then Max and, ex- explodes too. Yeah, Max, Max, uh, Max, and Dwayne blow up. So you could say like Paul is the imploding, uh. and Max and Dwayne are the are the exploding, and then David actually dies quietly. Did he wear? Did he wear the glasses for uh, just to fool them too? Like he did a Clark Kent. Yeah, reverse. yeah. He's like, he oh, does kind of have a really Clark Kent thing going. You're right. Yeah. yeah, like he just like puts the glasses. It renders on you and... powerless. It's, like, but it's still it makes no like I don't know. Man. It renders you powerless. Oh my god! I think this dude's gonna rape us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh... the quick turnaround where he's like talking about his boys, and then like she's like, "What the fuck are you talking about? We just slept together." Could you imagine <laughs> if he didn't even fucking become a vampire? He was just crazy. So the the big reveal turns around. My boys. He wanted her to be with um wanted a mother. I do. He's love trying to grow the family, basically. Yeah. I do yeah, love well, that. But it, again, it doesn't make any sense because he wanted he wanted the boys to be part of the covenant. It doesn't. It doesn't but, have to make complete. But sense, she though. was supposed to kill him. Like just that alone doesn't make any sense. Well, I think after the fact, because again, okay, he didn't so, know who they were. I think by coincidence, he met Lucy, and then they were already like, "Oh, hey, we found this Nimrod on the boardwalk. We're going to kill him." And then I think David, at some point, must have been like, "Oh, hey, you know that girl you like at your that yeah, like that her son is the kid. We're getting ready to kill him." Yeah, He's like, "Wait, hold up." Theories that the grandfather's like a vampire, but I'm saying you can't even you. There could be two coinciding things. Like they met him, they did not know that they were there and then he found out and maybe that's why he didn't get killed is because he told david to give him his give him his blood instead of being the first kill they never really explain it and they never stop it but he tom is right but At she didn't point, know about max either yeah but yeah she didn't know he was secret. the head guy but, so yeah who yeah the fuck so that knows? never happened so in, in a way it kind of saves itself uh, maybe because he, I, I could see maybe i could see what you're talking about uh when they first when they first meet him with uh 
with oiled up saxophone guy. Yeah. You know, uh, he. That's the first time that they see him, and, and then David's the next trying day to get him she to gets kill the him, job. And then, and then he. The fought, next he, day she gets the yeah, job. Yeah, and then with, he senses right. that it is, and then finally yeah. they look at it and they're like, "Oh, okay." All right. Yeah. I, that's something that's always like fucked with my mind when I saw that. It kind of makes sense. Yeah, it like, makes sense. And clearly, like this. Star, little... star, I'm okay. She punches him right in the fucking face. <laughs> yeah, dude. like time, the time to get him back to his parents. Star, star, I'm okay. It's time to take you home, little fucking Johnny. Yeah. And look, see, like, Grandpa just runs and goes and gets himself a just fucking... Just gets himself a fucking root beer. It's He's the one thing I hate about Santa Clara. There's too many fucking vampires. The original script actually... Meanwhile, his house is, like, completely fucking destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. No, he doesn't care because he's a fucking yeah. drunk, remember? That's true. <laughs> but uh, but the uh, this ending where he, you know, he talks about, like, it's full of vampires, this, was, this wasn't the original ending to the script. People the original ending, it was supposed to fade out and then come up into, like, um, the the cave area that they were in, and it was supposed to be kind of like a '90s kind of thing, and then you would see a mural of Max because it was setting up a sequel. Wait, Surf uh, Nazi? Yeah, those are the guys in the and uh, the the ones that are diving around the pit that they kill. They're all uh, like Nazis. What? Yeah, what? They're, they're skinheads. Yeah. yeah, the skinheads. Yeah, I did not get they, any they, sort of Nazi-ish vibe. Is, One guy had a mohawk. That's they, about it. They did make uh, two. They sequels. were listening to Arrowsmith. That's not they, were they made two sequels to this. <laughs> what are you trying to tell us, Joel? <laughs> Joel's so, like, I fucking they hate made that two Steven sequels Tyler. to this, and it yeah. was fucking. Oh, they were both terrible. I refuse yeah, to watch were. them because yeah. it'll I've ruin this. Them. It'll They're ruin bad. this for me. Yeah, that's why I won't watch it. So it's so bad, especially when they show that Corey Haim is his his role that is Sam. Uh, he is a vampire in one of them. Mm-hmm. It's just, and um, whatchamacallit, uh, the uh, Edgar Frog, uh, Corey Feldman's character, is like still hunting him down, and Corey Hain is a fucking vampire. And they never and explain. shows up. Yeah. They, well, that, it just shows up that... It's like, oh, they, he's a vampire now. Yeah, they explain that, like, oh, he's a vampire now. He got turned some way. I completely forgot that they we had the sound effects. We don't need to. <laughs> we got no sound effects for this fucking film. Yeah? Well, what about this? There's no punching. Shut the fuck up, Doug. I <laughs> got you, bitch. Oh, my <laughs> yeah, so overall, I, I would say uh, this is a movie I grew up on. This is Love a movie, this movie. This is a movie that kind of shaped me into loving movies because. Well, this is, I mean, again, too, like, um, I grew up watching, like, not all movies. All obviously. horror movies because of your brother? Like. No, it was just that's what we were into. And yeah. so it's like I watched this same like you were just talking that story about your kids being like horrified. But like I grew up like watching stuff like this at like a super inappropriate age. Yeah, like, you know, we I saw all it, did. Like, it, yeah. And that's why it's like this movie, um, <laughs> Night of the Creeps. Yep. Um, and Evil Dead. Yeah, like Evil Dead. Like those are the movies when I think about my childhood. Like I really, it takes me back to being like I, living in that apartment, watching those movies because we had this like weird double door dresser, almost like these doors here, and you would open it up and it was like one of those old school kind of like um, like it had like stuff for you to like hang your shirts in. There was like drawers and stuff like that, and we had our TV on top of that. So it's like whenever I like watch this movie, it really does take me back to like being in the lower bunk bed and my brother being like, and like us just like <laughs> passing the chips back and forth and just watching yeah. shit like this. Like it just, and again, like 
even as I got older, like we were talking about doing like with rocking stuff, like you get older and you see other things and you see how some things are so ridiculous and then you learn to appreciate it. <laughs> like to me, this is one of those movies that just went through my whole life completely unblemished. And I'm just like, yeah. no matter what, I still love it and I can just watch it on a loop. So you were bringing so up, can I? you were bringing up the childhood thing. I just want to bring up something that's like completely off topic. When we went to Blockbuster and we would walk through the horror section and I always got like Puppet Master and stuff like yeah. that. Those were some of my favorites. You went favorites. through all 10 of them. Yeah. So there's are some of my favorites, but to get on the way to Puppet Master, I had a definitely like I was afraid of Chucky the porn. Chucky, uh, no, yeah. Chucky. And, oh yeah, oh, he's on God. the front cover. So like I would fucking almost like run past the cover of the movie. It scared me that much, yeah. and I'd grab Puppet Master real quick. And I would always like fucking think that he was like gonna come around the aisle as I'm in there because it like. And then if I yeah. saw it that day, I had fucking nightmares so... the night of. The funny thing is, all right, so uh, <laughs> he's talking about his, his death. He was death. He really was. He was definitely afraid of Chucky. Like, you, I couldn't, I loved those movies, but I couldn't watch it. I love him when now. When he was around. Yeah. yeah. But, like, when he was a kid, he's not afraid of him now, obviously. Yeah. But, no, I'm not afraid but, of him anymore. <laughs> but our dad knew it too. And our dad, we already have said that he's been an asshole a few times to oh, like yeah. to, to us and everything. So this motherfucker for Christmas wraps a Chucky doll no. and puts it in his yeah. in his pile. And, and it's I in open the middle. It up. Yeah, I open it's it up the and then fucking freak out screaming and shit. <laughs> and that doesn't end there. So like as the months go on, he progressively places it in places throughout the fucking house. And I and then the one day he fucking freaks out. He's like, I can't find a doll anywhere. I fucking took a jump rope, a child kid's jump rope, tied it the fuck up and hung it from a hanger in my closet. Because I knew where he was and then I would prop the closet the door closed every fucking day i was like i'm not getting snuck up on dude yeah it's, i don't blame you it was hilarious because like and right. the doll was super realistic it's you know the fuck it was a real it was a legit chucky doll and yeah. everybody and, had that though everybody had that because same thing like growing up in, in like the household too and even like my sister like who you know you guys all know like she would even from time to time watch the movies with us for me and like you were saying by sheer accident i was deathly afraid of michael myers as a kid mm -hmm. but then that ended up becoming like my favorite series of all of them and it was because i saw all those movies out of sequence too like i saw like the fourth and the fifth one first so i'd already seen them and i knew and i liked them and i remember one the time my dad took me to uh like the video stores like five star video or something and the guy's mm -hmm. like oh um like i'm looking for the michael myers movie and he's like which one and i didn't know like what part four part five was and i was like oh i don't know and he's like is it the first one and i'm like yeah and I remember, like, Phil was, like, at a friend's, like, sleeping over something, and I watched that by myself. And I'm like, this isn't it. Mm -hmm. And I watched that first movie all by myself, and I was, oh. like, terrified. But, like, my sister was terrified of Jason, so she wouldn't watch any of the Friday the 13th mm -hmm. with us. Like, you it's are afraid of them. But, like, yeah. and weirdly enough, like, I – a lot of people say, like, Nightmare on Elm Street is a, ter it's a terrifying movie, but it never – scared me yeah. that was my Same. that was i was i and i've always been afraid of this probably because since i was a since i was a little kid i've always had like crazy night terrors still to this day i have it and so what Freddy is it Kruger, is it there's a particular scene that got you the music what is it it's actually i think I it's think, just a, the correlation of the night so, terror and the thing like when they go to sleep because uh, he says the thing the thing about the thing about uh freddy freddy krueger is that he was completely different than any other slasher killer horror um um thing like jason um 
Michael Myers, they were all these big brooding people. And Freddy Krueger would come into your dreams. He was Menacing. he was he was lanky, tall. Like, but the thing is, is that he got you when you were asleep. At your and most vulnerable. That's what yeah, that's what scared me. And then, but the correlation of like those horror films and this, I really feel like this was this was trying to um, do what. And Joel Schumacher said that he wanted to, he wanted to do this, is that he wanted them to have they wanted sexy characters. They that he thought that vampires were sexy. He wanted it, and he actually said nobody thinks nobody thinks Frankenstein is sexy, which I think is pretty funny because Her- a Herman Munster is supposed to be Frankenstein. So there was a, like a correlation with that. You don't think that. Robert De Niro's Frankenstein was fucking sexy? I was just about to say, I know, was it? I would, couldn't remember. Probably directed by Richard else. Donner, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just, I like that too, because like I said, nothing against those series. Like, I, I, I mean, you can pick anything apart. I just, I don't like that yeah. whole idea of like, oh, it's this like, secret covenant and we we all live in these underground castles and you open these big cathedral doors and and then there's the guy sitting on a throne in the black velvet (laughs) robe and he's like "Uh, i am i'm luther i've been around for ten thousand like i just it it does nothing for me where it's like now you take queen of the damned yeah (laughs) no i like queen of the damned but like again i don't like the structure yeah but it's always like it's the black leather it's the robes it's the pale white with the long nails where it's like this it's like all right, yeah, there's a vampire, and it's just like they just They're feed. They're in a and fucking they, cave. Yeah, and they just yeah. keep a low profile, and they fucking... The Dusk Till Dawn cave kind of shit yeah. going on. Yeah, that's a movie that we definitely have to do. From yeah. Dusk Till Dawn? So, I I, um, I found it. It's on HBO Max right now. So I actually have a lot of the movies that we want to review. Though a lot of them are in HBO Max, so we can actually oh, sweet. watch that. Cool. All right, um, so... so we can record them, and it would be great. But that that's not what we're going to be doing. Um, so, all right. So now that uh, I... You know... I have to say, for this film, um, because, I mean, it is tied to my childhood, and I did give uh, Rocky 1 um, an R, right? I gave it a 4 out of 10. Um, and this one, though, I think is uh, more like more rooted into my childhood, because, one, it had the scene that m- made me want to have a mo- uh, dirt bike, motorcycle, mini bike, whatever you want to say. I wanted to ride on two wheels because of this film. Um, and then also it had the, the scene that was, uh, when they're in the tree and they're, you know, they're at the bonfire and then they do a little transition where it's supposed to be scary. And that actually scared the shit out of me. Um, this one, I definitely, for me, I give it like an eight and a half out of 10. Um, and the only reason why I'm knocking off some points is for the things that I pointed out. But we, we fixed one of them. We fixed one of them. I still have the problem with Max being an asshole so. Where like he's like, oh, I'm gonna be scared, and it's only for the fucking viewer. Well, let me and help you out. Maybe we, and then what it was you is... have Grandpa Joe, which is it's not Grandpa Joe, but Grandpa Joe is fucking going if, right through the goddamn. Uh... If I'm if I'm rating this, and this is what I said is one of my favorites. This is a ten movie for me. That's I yeah, I love this movie so much. I can seriously watch this over and over. And it is like the things that Tommy pointed out. Like he knows that he's like a killer. That scene right there with the blood comes down. Everything about this movie is like, it's something that I want to see. I want to see these kind of things. And this is what attracts me to it. So like the darkness, the red, when they're fighting and it's all like, yeah, it's all dark. And like, 
they're they're idiots. They're they some of the vampires are idiots, and they're there for just like you throw into a horror movie just to see a cool death. Well, I mean, you yeah, also we too, did fix think that about for me, uh, yeah. think about Alien vs Predator. Like those two predators <laughs> get capped like right Jeez. away. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's just like, and I'd rather I, another I, big problem with that. I, I mean, I could take that. Like I said, I just I hate drawn out long where it's like i'm gonna throw you through the wall and then when you're down i'll stroll up and have a chat before yeah. i get the next punch yeah. and like i hate shit what do you like so that. what do you what do you rate it oh 10 10 yeah, yeah. like i said this is by far my favorite vampire movie um of all time and like i say so to this... other i say to other people i'm like if it's not like something you're into or like even if you're like you want a good like vampire movie if that's like your thing like i'll say like if you're gonna start exploring that i always say like start with the lost boys i think it's really you know, I think you'll dig it. It's not over the top. It's not too much. I think, you know, it's shot really well. I think the story's pretty great. Like, it, all in all, like, I think it's a pretty bulletproof um, film. Yeah. Of course, stuff like stuff like Doug said that. Like, I could see, like, why. Yeah, you but pick, let me like, help you with that. Like, maybe because, you know, Max had told the boys, like, stay off the, the boardwalk, and they keep doing stuff anyway. So maybe when he's coming at home, and, that's why and they they're all surrounding mother. him, like, maybe he's kind of like... Shit, are they going to try to kill me? Are they going to overthrow me? Maybe that's or why maybe they need just... a mother. The whole point why he's saying that. They're unruly maybe and just... they don't listen to they him. They just caught much. him off guard and he doesn't know it's them. Like he, it could he be... needs, They need a mother figure. That does make sense that they're it, not listening to him the entire time. It's a long reach. Oh, I can, sure. I, I'm not saying that it's not possible the way that you guys frame it out. It, it makes sense. It's a long reach, but it makes sense. But like the fear in his face is like, Oh, this motherfucker's gonna die because See, I, didn't get, point, I didn't get fear. I got more of like a what the fuck is going on. Maybe he shit his pants, you know, something <laughs> like that. Like he, yeah, he had a, like a vampire blood shit. Vampire <laughs> blood shit. <laughs> All right. Like, oh, so blood clot. out of a possible, uh, out of a possible thirty, we gave it a twenty-eight and a half. Out of all of our scores together, because uh, you said eight and a half. I, I legit, in my head, I was just like, how the fuck did you do the math so fast? And then I was like, 10, 10, eight and a half. Yeah. I was like, I'm a fucking idiot. How'd you do the math so fast? I'm kind of like that guy <laughs> that genius. sees an unfinished it, problem on the board, <laughs> like and I'm like at college and stuff, and everyone's like, how did that dude do that? Like, and like and you, you said, it, and you're like, love. how do you like those apples? <laughs> and like like you said, just because of my my sheer love for this movie, I, like, I won't even entertain watching the sequels, because I'm like, yeah, I no, no don't do it. I can't. No. Like, all right, yeah. so all right, so all right. to wrap the things up, uh, does anyone want to tell what the movie we're going to do next week? What, I don't uh, know. What is? Oh, right. You're, yeah. the, one, you're the one. Yes, reviewing that's it. right. Yeah. Yes. So uh, next week we will be reviewing National Treasure with Nicolas Cage. Does anybody realize that we're that we're doing a lot of Philadelphia movies? A lot uh, of ties to Philadelphia. Well, Philadelphia is uh, awesome. Yeah, we yeah. are the. Well, you know what we're going to have to do after after National Treasure. The, the movie prob- Philadelphia? No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was born in Paris. And my clothes don't fit me. I no love that family guy skit before we have, like, uh, I have AIDS. And he's like, ha! Ah! <laughs> he's like, everything Tom Hanks says is funny. He's like, I have AIDS. He's like, ha! Ah! <laughs> I, I think that after after we do National Treasure, we should do another great comedy that was, that was set in Philadelphia. The Mannequin. Oh my god! All right, wh- whatever. The, Maybe yeah. I'll have my wife as a special guest for that yeah. one because she, she likes lo- that. She loves that. Movie. I love ah, it. Yeah, with Kim Cattrall. Where's the gunshot? Uh, that would be. You should. <laughs> Fuck you, pussy. We're out. Ah, <laughs> oh, see you. <laughs>